0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every morning, Darren Armstrong toxic brother looking at the stuff from yesterday.
2: Welcome to our live feed update for August twenty third. I'm your host, Tarn Armstrong, and with me today is Brian Scally. How you doing, Scally? I'm good, Taryn. How are you doing? Doing well. Uh I
1: don't know what your podcasting name is. I was
2: like, thinking
1: that's definitely fair i've had people go back and forth but usually it's still go by the last name like you know (laughs) all right there you go um
2: we are here to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the big brother 22 live feeds it was day 18 in the house and again uh things are running pretty smoothly i feel like uh, the house has gotten into a rhythm um i think a lot of people are frustrated with the outcome of this particular week. So this is one of those weeks where, you know, if it's hard to watch, you can just kinda chill for a little bit because uh nothing too major is going on. You can just kind of listen to these updates. And uh and they might even be like a little bit less in depth because uh not a lot is changing in the same way that they that it was in the first couple of weeks. So uh just just put it on. Go, go do some, uh, do some work, do some cleaning, do some cooking. I don't know what you like to do while watching and or listening to a podcast, but uh, we're going to try and we're going to try
1: and uh, walk you through this. Yeah, that's exactly the move. I mean, we've been seeing like this situation be set up for three weeks now. So it's not surprising that now that it's finally come to pass, there's not a lot that actually has to be done. Like it's set in place. We're good. It's all been discussed. So, you know, like you said, listen to the updates. You're good from there. Yes. All right. So we started the day with, uh, with Bailey and Janelle.
2: Um, Bailey is still concerned about the incident that happened the night before, uh, where she <clears throat> kind of, you know, got into this. It wasn't even really a thing. She made a comment to Nicole when Nicole was kind of joking around with Devon about, uh, David having a crush on her. Bailey said, uh well, it, it took you a couple tries to win the game in a in a few different boys, uh, which Nicole then turned into a couple tries and a couple guys, uh, which again she really screwed herself over in that regard because that is way catchier. Um and uh and then Nicole was upset, and now I, I went over this in the roundtable last night that uh that nicole seemed to be more upset that that she was being sort of uh like uh being viewed as trying to ruin day's game um than uh than the comment just by itself um but uh but that she did cry over it and then day went and told bailey uh that uh that nicole was upset about the comment and they were supposed to kind of like talk and like uh you know just kind of squash it real quick and nicole even said like i don't blame her uh like I, it's not her fault um, but Um over the day this is this is going to fester uh this this wound this open wound um and uh bailey starts the day like i i'm really concerned about nicole she says this to to janelle uh janelle like you should be concerned about nicole she's a snake yeah did i tell you about what she did on the amazing race <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it definitely like you said it wasn't a big thing but it became a big thing just by everyone talking about it over and over and nicole has said like everyone else is here for followers but the good branding with the couple tries couple guys definitely knows how to you know get that out quick get people to catch on so it's just like nicole definitely well oh i don't want it to be a big thing but let me keep telling everyone about it it definitely got brought up throughout the day multiple times yes
2: and uh and and i will also say that uh throughout the day uh nicole is going to start to perpetuate the idea that bailey was being mean to her where the previous night she hadn't she did start to over the course of especially late into the night um of uh of last of yesterday so um so while she did initially say, I don't blame her. It's not her fault. Uh, it, like I said, it has festered. And now she's like, why would she even do that? Why is she mad at me? This isn't fair. Um, and uh, and she's passing that along. But Danny was the one really uh, at the start of yesterday as well, who has a conversation with Bailey uh, and talks about how like, why, like, why are you being so aggressive to uh, to Nicole? Um, and uh, like this, it if if we're if we're going to really place the blame on the person who really started this fire, um, I do think it's it's Danny who is telling Nicole, she's being so mean to you, is telling Bailey, uh, Nicole's really upset. Why are you so aggressive and mean to her? Uh, this, that really uh, she really <laughs> there's a if we're really going by this wound analogy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she was poking at it really hard. It's not ideal. I mean, when you have someone like Nicole, who is a little sensitive, and then also talking about a topic that she is already sensitive about, due to fan reaction on the outside, maybe, uh, then having someone in your ear being like, oh, it was mean, it was mean, it's very easy to then buy into that. And it build up and build up in your own head. And then to, you know, feel that way more and more throughout the day.
2: (laughs) Yes. So, uh so that that is going to be a storyline throughout the day. Bailey says she wants to go after Nicole straight up. This she's done with it. She wants to put up Nicole and Ian if she wins in HOH. Uh now remember that um Nicole is not actually in any alliances with Bailey. <laughs> that yep. can sometimes be hard to remember, but Bailey is in Connect 4 with uh technically danny which it's technically like a connect 5 a little bit but it's more connect 4 but it's 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 mostly Bailey Devon Cody Enzo with like a side of Danny um and then the slick 6 is Bailey Devon uh Danny Cody Tyler and Enzo um which does not include Nicole either um so i think that in Bailey's mind she can justifiably take a shot at Nicole and you know get rid of some of the numbers in for some of those people and and be able to have clean hands like oh she's not in our alliances though uh, i i hope that she reevaluates this plan because ian would just straight up go home
1: yeah there's a little bit this is why i was concerned with a while i was rooting for it a bailey or davon hoh this week i was like ian's not safe definitely is an option to go up there and would be going home i mean if say either had won but definitely bailey as we're discussing right now i think she would have had like a number of people in her ear trying to convince her out of nicole uh she eventually like does kind of figure out that Nicole would have to be up against someone really popular in order to go home. And Ian might not be that person in this house. So it's popular as the only outside inside the house that might not work. So I don't think she ever really came to a decision of who that would have to be, but I'm not feeling great about Ian. uh, If Bailey happens to win an HOH coming forward. Mm. So
2: uh, they pick players for the veto. Cody, Memphis and Bailey are chosen to play um, and they will be joining, of course, Tyler, uh, Janelle and Kaser. Uh, Tyler's going to talk with Memphis about the veto competition. Memphis says, I don't care. I'm going to play. I'm going to play to win. Um, I'm not going to throw it uh, I already told Janelle and Kaser that I'm not going to use the veto on them if I win. in fact I had a conversation specifically I think last week that was like I mean I wouldn't use the veto on you in week two or three like and I know you wouldn't use the veto on me so why are we even pretending um, so Memphis does not care uh, and will be trying to win the veto and will not use the veto if he does win it He he doesn't care if they get
1: upset yeah, it definitely the right position for Memphis, uh, probably even if he's not in that big alliance in his point of view, because it's kind of just inevitable that one of them's going to go home anyway. But especially considering that he thinks that he's in so tight with everyone, uh, Memphis is definitely portraying that he is going to be trying his hardest, whether people believe that or not hmm. Uh, they also talk about how Janelle is probably
2: the better target this week. Um, now, last week, Memphis had been talking with Cody about wanting Kacer to be the one to go uh, over Janelle and that he would be pushing that hard this week. But that idea has changed and he now considers Janelle to be the bigger threat uh, to go home in part as well because he feels like Kaser on his own won't be able to get any purchase with his ideas but will continue to uh make an outcast of himself by pushing hard um and that he won't be able to slow down and uh it will be easier to just go you know back to back with Kaser and uh with Janelle and then Kaser uh versus <clears throat> Kaser and then Janelle where Janelle
1: might be able to actually blend back in for a little while an interesting read to say janelle could blend back in by them but i mean when you have someone who was evicted you know three times pre-jury in two seasons versus someone that made the final three both of their first two seasons uh it's not surprising that she is viewed as the bigger target this week but is saying that caser wouldn't be able to make any inroads where Janelle is the one who they have primarily villainized uh, to the whole house, I think it uh, might be a wrong read. Not that it's going to be a huge difference between the two, but definitely interesting.
2: Yeah, it's it's, a, it's an interesting read because on the surface, it does seem correct, right? That like Janelle does have more connections. She's tight with Bailey. Uh, she's made those connections a little bit more. Um, and they are going to have a conversation, uh, Kaser and Janelle, where, uh, it's literally the next conversation to talk about, uh, or uh, actually it is was a little bit later. Um, but they, they have a conversation where, uh, Janelle tells Kaser, like, I think you can go far if you just chill out. Uh, and he says, I can't, that's, I just can't Janelle. That's not me. So like. I do think that there are some surface level points that are correct there that Caser is going to keep pushing um, and he doesn't really have any connections in the house. Uh, he doesn't even have a Bailey, uh, really. Um, so you can kind of see the logic. But despite all of that, it's still Janelle. It's still she has the reputation for competition wins. It's, uh, you know, she is the person that uh, that Danny is so hyper focused on for no reason uh, that Nicole is so hyper focused on uh, that. Like, it's just it's hard to see Janelle being able to blend back in, even if she does change up her game. But I like I could be wrong here because Janelle does plan on changing up. Her game. She's going to talk to Kaser about how, you know what? Screw Kevin. Screw Devon. They screwed us over. Uh, if I win the HOH, I'm going to go after the floaters. I hate floaters. I'm putting up Devon and Kevin. I'm going to try and team up with these power people.
1: Yeah, uh, guys, just because it's another All Stars does not mean that we have to try the same thing as All Stars 1. Uh, It didn't work out last time. So I don't know. I mean, I guess a little bit for Janelle. So maybe that's why she's defaulting there. But uh, Yeah, definitely terrified in like Janelle basically knows I'm not going far regardless. So let me just take out the people that I don't have an interest in watching later in the season if I'm watching. And I guess that makes sense. But from a win equity perspective, uh maybe not so much. Yeah, I mean, uh,
2: I guess like I mean to, to be fair, this is what worked for her in All Stars, right? Um, if she if she just like buddies up with a Tyler or Cody, uh, and then lets them sort of like control her hohs, then they'll uh, throw competitions to her, and then nobody else will be able to take her out, right? That's
1: exactly that's what happened last time. Yep. And I don't think that uh, she would not be bad for one of their games to uh, pick up as a giant target in front. Especially Tyler. Exactly. And so I was a little bit surprised to see both of them like, you know, kind of folding on having her go out this week where I think it'll probably become a discussion point later in the week, but definitely not a bad move for them to have a target in front of them. Yeah, Um, Janelle
2: and Kayser also just in general talk about these uh, other outsiders and how disappointed they are in them, Um, that uh, they're disappointed in Devon. As I talked about, Janelle says she doesn't have any skill in the game. She's only good at getting information and then spreading the information Uh, like there's nothing else there. Uh, And they're so frustrated. They can't believe that Nicole sabotaged them and herself uh by constantly telling people she didn't trust them even after their big pitch to get nicole votes they left the room and she sabotaged them right then like what did she think was gonna happen uh they're like i can't believe she did that and really we can't forget that like All of this like anti Nicole and Kaser sentiment, like it really came into focus uh, during the week uh, during last week. Um, First, it it happened just a little bit when Janelle and Kaser uh, started pitching that they wanted to go after Cody and Tyler and Danny and and Nicole. Um, But then what really made the entire house start to get on this train in the way that frustrated a lot of the viewers was that. Nicole Anthony was spilling literally every single thing that Janelle and Kaser said. Uh, and when you have your closest ally spilling your all of your guts all over the house, uh, like all of the bad parts, then like the like nobody in the house trusts them anymore. And it's like 90 percent Nicole Anthony's fault.
1: Yeah, it's not good. I mean, you had a bad read by Nicole Anthony, as well as, like we said, Kaser cannot sit back. So for the first two weeks, even when it's definitely a lost cause and he can see that, Kaser is full steam ahead. We have to save who we want and is going to be campaigning no matter what. So the combination of the two really has resulted in a giant target on both of their backs, and they don't have a lot of ammo anymore because it's all been sold out.
2: Mm They. He says says, We're we're like the people who win and do nothing with their HOH. Like Memphis was HOH, he was on our team and we did nothing with that HOH. It's like when Fessy won and you're screaming at the screen like, No, stop. Uh and Janelle goes, Yeah, but that's happened before. <laughs> oh yeah. You mean you mean
1: Howie? Yeah. 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 Oh Howie. Um at one point, uh, way back in the day was one of my all-time favorites. But you know, <laughs> that was an interesting childhood choice. So <laughs> they, you know, it was uh definitely from at least their perspective, where they don't know uh, you know, from Memphis's perspective that he is in with everyone else, it's a fair read that <laughs> they did not go in harder with them. Yeah. So they go to play the veto.
2: And Come back, Cody has won the veto. Tyler came in second place, did very well. Um, and most people, in fact, think that he threw the final round to Cody. Um, in fact, Danny's gonna talk to Nicole about it, and she's pretty annoyed at both Tyler and Cody because uh she's like, why did Cody let Tyler throw it to him in the final round? I don't want Cody to have a target on his back. I want Tyler to have a target on his back. Why are we
1: letting Tyler? put the target on Cody. Yeah. Can definitely see Danny already uh, being ready to prop Tyler up as that target. Once a few more of them go home. So it was not in Danny's uh, ideal scenario, but maybe telling everyone that it wasn't your, in your ideal scenario is not the best this early. Uh, but yeah, Danny's going to Danny. So what are you going to do? It is funny. Cause she keeps talking to Nicole
2: about Tyler. Um, Nicole has never reciprocated this like Nicole has always been like, mm-hmm, yeah, sure, I agree. Yep. Um. So I don't know where Nicole's head is at with this. She hasn't told anyone about it, but she's also not contributing. This is probably the smart thing to do, whether or not she like fully agrees.
1: Yeah, and if this does become whether it's Danny versus Tyler or Cody versus versus Tyler, I would think uh, Nicole would obviously tend to side towards Cody and oh, Danny. Yeah. But if it becomes danny off on her own versus everyone i'm not so confident nicole is sticking her neck out there so well, not
2: great i, I think in the, nicole in this conversation when danny is like i don't i want the target on tyler not cody i think nicole is probably thinking i don't care which one of the targets on as long as it's not me yep. uh this is my thing the cody cody is my Polly, and tyler is my Corey right now like i I don't care um yeah, exactly. <laughs> or maybe the other way around i don't know <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Well, the target can be on Tyler. It could be on Cody or it could be on Danny. Whatever works for her that week. Yeah. So it's fine. Moving forward. She has the ammo and she knows that she can use it later. Um, so uh, so Nicole is also
2: going to talk with Danny and Christmas. Uh, she's she's very concerned that uh, Janelle is going to blow up on her at some point. So uh, I just know it's coming. Uh, it's, I'm just, I just want to be prepared for it. Cody. I think Janelle's gonna blow up on me. Can 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 you just like help prepare for it? I just it's gonna hurt my feelings
1: yeah uh there's this thing about how oh janelle was gonna wait until after the veto was played to blow up which uh she has discussed a little bit so i don't think that's totally inaccurate but you have christmas pumping up nicole like you're a legend it's like okay nicole deserved her spot on all stars is nicole a legend uh let's reevaluate at the end of the season maybe but you know christmas is one to always pump up the team and so she is fulfilling her role right now for nicole she took some cues
2: from uh, from Paul. It's uh, a exactly. hey, Nicole, it's a big accomplishment to uh,
1: to survive Janelle. <laughs> Big brother. <laughs> See, if I didn't think Christmas would be up there herself, I would be expecting like a Dan-like uh you know motivational speech for everyone on the wall still. Mm, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm expecting out of Christmas so far.
2: <laughs> um, Memphis is gonna talk with Christmas and Nicole. Uh he he's now now that he's not HOH, he's all about the team. Mm-hmm. Uh I think we should discuss as a team, uh, as a group, who we want to go this week. I think we should all be on the same page i'm thinking janelle should be the one to go for all the reasons that we talked about already um and uh the, nicole is, and kind of talk with danny later about like oh now now this guy's all for the team
1: huh like uh okay all right yeah memphis last week was very much like uh I want to hit a home run and I don't want to, you know, run the bases. I just want to, you know, knock it out of the park and that's it. And this week with his alliance, it's very much like, all right, I'm going to take my time, do a little slow jog and definitely put the effort in where he should have probably been putting it in last week where it would have counted a lot more.
2: Mm. enzo's gonna talk with bailey um and he's kind of throwing out this idea of what if we did keep janelle around she'd be useful because she's gonna go after nicole um and that's fine uh nicole's not in our alliance um and uh she's also gonna be this big target so uh
1: what if what if we did that enzo likes to throw out ideas Yeah, definitely. I find it interesting, like, which ideas Enzo throws out to which people in the house, Mm. and it's fun keeping track of that. But ultimately, it doesn't seem... Enzo is necessarily throwing this out everywhere. So I could see him deciding to, you know, pick this up a little further into the week. Uh, and I see other people probably bringing up this point, but for, I don't think it's a bad idea, especially to be talking to, uh, one of Janelle's closest allies about, hmm, maybe we should keep her and do what you want. Uh, I'd be open in future weeks. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm really curious to like nail down exactly where Enzo is because um you know week one he was like uh he won the veto and he was like you want to backdoor tyler nah no i'm no, just joking <laughs> uh and then week two he was always talking about like maybe we should save nicole and then he votes to save nicole uh which nobody cares about nobody no, mm-hmm. nobody knows where that vote came from nobody really cares um And now this week he's talking about, like, maybe we should keep Janelle. Maybe we should use Janelle to go after Nicole. Um, And then we'll talk about it a little bit later. But he's then going to go to Tyler and be like, uh, yeah, Tyler, these these women in the house, they're not winning anything. Uh, Danny, she's super sketchy. Nicole, she's just riding our coattails. Uh, They talk about taking them out because they're winning all the competitions. And then later he's going to go back to uh, Bailey and he's going to say, never mind. Maybe Janelle should go. Because I'm worried about her getting a power, like fan voted power. And you know what? Kacer's still going to go after like Tyler and Cody. And you know what? Tyler's very, very dangerous in this game. He's really good. He's going to win this thing. We got to get Tyler out at some point. So maybe Kacer can help us do that. Uh, and I'm just like, where
1: are you, dude? I don't know yeah. where you are. <laughs> I mean, in that conversation with Enzo, Tyler and Cody, it becomes like, let's argue why every single person in this house is a threat. And so it's like Davon is paranoid. But you know who makes her paranoid? Kind of Bailey. But you know who Bailey's close with Janelle? You know why Janelle's a threat? It's like, yeah, we all know why Janelle's a threat. You've been talking about it three weeks now. So it's just person to person to person. They're going through and setting up future targets there.
2: And of course, he also is talking about Ian all the time. Like, uh, we're not going to let no winner. Uh, yeah. win, win again, no, yo! Uh, no, yeah. no champion's gonna
1: gonna be a champion again
2: on my exactly. season,
1: and that's why maybe he's ready to keep Janelle is because he'll she'll go after another winner in Nicole over there.
2: Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello.
1: Then Judy discovered jumbacasino
2: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take
0: it easy, Judy. <laughs> 18
2: plus. and we're back so let's get back to the show um so Kaser and Janelle talk some more now that they've lost the veto uh Kaser is upstairs trying to put together one of those puzzles uh, and he's just like I'm just trying to solve this impossible puzzle to make myself feel better about sucking at this game um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh they're having a lot of like these long uh, sad discussions that uh, they, they know that their time is up. Kaser says he wants to keep trying. He wants to go to Tyler and try to make a deal and get Tyler to backdoor someone. Janelle's just like, don't bother.
1: It's, yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah, that's the thing. Kaser, again, trying that All-Stars one. Let's go to the other big targets. Try to target some uh, floaters at someone else. Let's try to figure this out. But Janelle kind of is like, I'm going home. Why are you doing this? Like, Set up your game for the future. Don't make yourself a target. So next week, we're both out of this house.
2: Mm hmm. Uh, she says, yeah, I I'm the bigger target. Like, I'm going home this week. Case uh, is like uh, fake offended. Like, oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, she uh, she tells him to chill. He says he can't. He has to be aggressive. That's just who he is. Um, and he says, look, this is going to be the first time in the house that I'm here without you. Uh, I'm just going to go rogue. I'm just going to go for it.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, they both see the writing on the wall. Neither Caser or Janelle want to spend uh, months in jury. So that is also a concern. But you see that they are both, we've always seen they're both the type of players to uh, play all out no matter the circumstance. So it's not surprising to see when they have their backs against the wall, both on the block together. For now the third time over the years, they are kind of just like, eh, let's just go for it. There's no point.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas is gonna get her punishment for uh, for being the plus one and it is a star baby it's a it's a little like pillow in the shape of a star with like very
1: weird eyes yeah it is a uh, interesting punishment huh <laughs> uh, yeah
2: it's it seems like a little insensitive on a few different levels mm-hmm. where like Uh, Even just even just basic level, there's a bunch of parents in here uh, who are like who have babies at home who are missing them a lot. Uh, Also, you have uh, Bailey in here who uh, just a couple weeks ago was talking about how like she would have a two year old right now uh, if things hadn't happened. And uh, and in the house uh, Mm -hmm. that. That, that were, that are very, uh, tragic. Um, and it's just like, well, do we need to, do we need to have a a baby punishment? Uh, like the main thing here is that it's annoying and she has to get up and run. Um, so just like, uh, we can, we can get another theme here, I think
1: yeah definitely even like davon like in the house notices and it's like uh we have all these parents that are missing their children at home and now like i have to listen to the screaming like christmas is carrying her around christmas is gonna get a segment out of this so she's happy but everyone else like still has to deal with all the announcements all over the house and like davon recognizes like this is not like super sensitive to everyone that's in the house so it is like why did they not you know put christmas in a baby costume make it and davon brings up like <laughs> make it so that the house has to would freak her. out <laughs> it's not his ideal punishment at all but at least for other people it would be like i don't even know what the entertainment value is in this whatsoever mm-hmm. um
2: yeah I, I i i i'm i'm i agree with that it's uh, it's just a, it's just a little it's just a little off i think um all right so Kayser and Janelle are going to uh, talk. They're talking all day. Um, she she has a plan, though, that uh, if she goes home and Kayser stays, she wants Kayser to make Nicole a have not next week. And she when he does, she wants him to say this is from Janelle.
1: Yeah, and there's a little bit more embellishing on there. Um, I don't even know if I can see that this is from Janelle coming out of Kacer's mouth, let alone uh, the uh, embellishments that she wants him him to throw on from her. But I definitely am not surprised to see Janelle planting seeds before she is about to leave the house to, you know, get under Nicole's skin from home.
2: I can't believe she's going to blow up on me like that.
1: Yep, it's going to give Nicole, you know, another Janelle will be here and uh, Nicole will still be upset about how Janelle will not leave her alone.
2: Why me? (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: And (laughs) So uh, they also talk case is going to have a little bit of a a sad moment. Um, He's feeling down about being there. Um, that he's left his family. He's like, what am I doing here? Uh, like in these times, um, you know, he, 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 he thought of this as like a way to go and do something that mattered, uh, and, and like, you know, have this platform to, uh, to get messages across that he felt were important um, and that he could then, you know, after doing this, he could go back to his family um, and be like, you know, I did I did my part. I'm not just taking I did something to give back. Um, and he, he realizes how stupid that sounds. Cause it's a dumb TV show. But uh, but like this is, you know, this is an, an opportunity and a platform that he has. Um and it's, you know, just t- typical, awesome caser stuff. Um, and uh, J- Janelle is, is there comforting him um, just, uh, you know, do it, doing her best. Janelle, really uh, not the best comfort person, um, but she's just kind of there as a sounding board, letting him talk at her, uh, which is really all he needs in the moment
1: yeah when uh you know people have talked about that segment on big brother 14 where it's like does janelle have emotions and caser does but janelle is not the best at dealing with the. it's very much like oh okay sir. like it's okay <laughs> and, like that's the extent of what you get so uh she's there for him and will sit with him but very much cannot empathize uh fully with what he's going through
2: yeah he's like this place messes me up it's mess it messes people up and she's like
1: Talking about, we're
2: fine. We'll be fine. Just go home. You're fine. And he's like, my 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 brain doesn't
1: work the same way yours does, Chanel. She's like, this is fun. I do this for sport. Like, I'm excited. (laughs) Like, Janelle really does, like, thrive in the Big Brother house and very much enjoys like, the, like, manipulation and social strategy, (laughs) whereas like, for Kaser, he's here and I think he's going to be happier once he gets home and, like, sees like, segments on the show that did make air and like, actually will have an impact. But right now, it is just it's been a rough couple weeks for the both of them, but they are definitely like Kaser points out, handling it differently.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah Janelle uh, Janelle says to him that uh, I told you before we came into this place that we weren't gonna win um that this was not gonna work out well for us uh, and that was before uh other people got pulled and we thought there would be bigger targets in here um so uh they're like, and he's like yeah I mean I, I didn't I didn't come in expecting to win either like it's uh, not really it. he' he's also uh in tears about Nicole Anthony feeling so bad for her saying it's not her fault that she came in here and watching a, a sweet girl like that be broken by this place um between the sobbing and the not trusting them um he feels so bad for her um and uh and and again it's just like this this guy he's just so he's just so great Sally.
1: I know. And especially like you guys were talking about yesterday, like Kevin says, like I met Kaser in real life, not impressed. Like how, how did that happen? <laughs> so especially like for the day after for like this to be the Kaser all day on the feeds. Like it was just like a example of exactly why everyone likes Kaser so much.
2: Yeah. It's it, that was really a moment where it's like uh, you read online, like, Oh, I met this celebrity and they were a jerk. Uh, it's like, it seems like people just take that Oh like oh, I guess that celebrity's a jerk yep. Like that one interaction from one Random person uh, Kevin Campbell met Kaser
1: And thought he was a jerk oh. um, Like uh <laughs> Oh, Kevin. I mean, I don't think anyone's taking uh, much of what Kevin says this season seriously, so I don't think it's uh, having much of an impact anyway. But
2: all he needs to do is is go online and make a comment about it somewhere. And then uh, for years, if that's if that's the only person that's met Kaser, people will just assume Kaser's a jerk in the community. That's
1: what happens all the time. Yep. So uh, I don't know. It's a weird one. Again, I think people are really going to consider the source, but uh, I have not been able to get really uh, any read on Kevin after being excited for him to come back in the house. So I am not surprised. Uh, this is where we're at with him right now. Uh, K- Kaser and Janelle
2: also talk about like uh, when they met, and this was this was super sweet to to hear. And like it's so it's so weird to like hear these two people reminiscing about the sort of the you know their perspective on in their memories of the things that I that I was watching and they talk about like Tyler and how he was like 10 years old when they played the first time uh, and I was like yeah I was I was uh I was not that much older than that watching yep. you two uh, and they're talking about like the first time they met and how Janelle was pretending to be dumb but Kaser saw right through it um, and uh, I was just like oh my god this is Like, I don't know if other people
1: will understand, like, what this means to me if they didn't watch this 14 years ago. Yeah, it was so good. And that's the thing is it's like we have all, like, watched them for this long. And so when you have Janelle, like, put it in perspective, like, my daughter is almost as old as Tyler was when we were on the first time. So it is uh, definitely it hits, like, for me the same as it's hitting. Like, it is uh, just it's there's the reason why there are so many like Jacer tribute videos going around this week is like it has a big impact even this many years later and like it's this short of a time this uh, go around but uh, you know it still hits the same mm mm-hmm. um, speaking of which they are talking about
2: Tyler, they think he's a nice guy uh they're kind of like uh he's probably gonna win, good for him um but they they also they're talking about him as a big threat, which is a very common element throughout the day between Danny Enzo has said it now, they are saying it, and then later we're going hear Kevin talk about it um part of that is because. In one of the routes ra- so the veto competition was played in, uh, in like heats. Um, it was in matchups, uh, like, um, I think it was like Kaser versus Tyler, or maybe it was Janelle versus Tyler, I don't remember. Um, but... Uh, so that's why it was Tyler versus Cody in the final round. And they think that Tyler threw it to Cody. Um, but in a previous round, Tyler got like the fastest time by far. He got like 39 seconds where it took most people like four minutes. Um, and they're like, this guy's insanely good and smart enough to then throw it later. Uh, like you don't just go from 39 seconds to mediocre. Um, and so they are all looking at him throughout the day as like this, this guy. Not only is he massively good at competitions, as we see, but he's also a super nice guy uh, doing really well socially, really well positioned um, like everybody
1: has an eye on Tyler right now. Yeah, we've definitely come far from a wounded bird Tyler that was around for the first couple of weeks. And now it's like, OK, um, giant physical, social, mental threat. Tyler is in the house with us. He's back. Like People are starting to remember the kid that they saw on BB 20.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so. Nicole
2: is gonna talk with Christmas. Um, and now, like, uh, the days has, has gone by. Uh, a lot of like uh, little things here and there Bailey is acting weird around Nicole according to Nicole uh and Nicole's hearing that Bailey's talking about uh potentially targeting Nicole uh and and there's some the tension is building um and Nicole's talking to Christmas she's filling her in about the, the situation she's like it's, it's she was she was so mad at me and she was being mean and she she made that comment um, and now it's I'm annoyed it's this big thing and I'm hearing that just I'm it's, it's targeted because of it and
1: it's like uh it's no good it's no good yeah not great uh i mean and we haven't even talked about where uh people have brought up there was a comment from Danny saying to Nicole stuff like something that was along the lines of like oh yeah showmances can really help your game like just ask Nicole and had the very different reactions that the two garnered and I think a lot of that can be chalked up to like when you have a joke that is coming from a friend and we know that Nicole and Danny have a relationship on the outside mm-hmm. whereas coming from someone where Nicole is probably already worked up daily to be against her in this house and a threat so uh, and like we've said, other people have also been kind of hyping up that it was mean, but it definitely does not look good, whether it be, you know, optically or to go ahead and just say, like, the reaction is just not fun. <laughs> Uh, the two different reactions from them. It uh, kind of feeds into what people already say about Nicole. So uh, not not ideal. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so. Uh, Danny is going to talk with Memphis a bit, um, and and you know, speaking of people who like Danny, I like it's almost as if she's convinced herself that she had no problem with problem with Janelle because like I remember night one, Danny was like, ah, oh, people are like so like sucking up to Janelle and Kaser, like we need to like, you know, nip this in the bud. And like, she was, she was hyper-focused on Janelle. Like Janelle was the first name out of her mouth, basically. Um, And Janelle for a long time was like, nah, nah, Danny's, Danny's got me. I've got Danny, like great with Danny. Um, In fact, Danny was expecting to be pulled into an alliance with Janelle. Days into the game um, because she knew that she was still on Janelle's good side. It wasn't until like late week one where uh, Nicole caught Danny in a room with Cody and Tyler and Nicole that uh, that Janelle started to be like, is Danny not with me? Um, and then it wasn't until week two that Janelle started saying Danny's name uh, as one of those targets. And that's when Danny panicked and offered an alliance with Janelle. But to hear Danny tell it, um, she came in. I'm friends with Janelle. Uh, like I, th- I wanted
1: to work with her, but she just came right at me. I don't even know what happened. Yeah. It's strange. Cause I remember like, even like you said, that first night, it's like, everyone leaves the room. It's everyone's talking. And Danny's just to like Nicole. And like, sometimes like Dave on, like, do you notice how Janelle's like the biggest threat in here? Like we cannot leave them here. Like immediately. And it really, and I've said like it, feels like Danny took the lessons of BB 13 to don't flip on your Alliance when maybe she should have thought a little bit more about the let's keep big targets ahead of you still and not uh, immediately be throwing out their names on night one. So I've been a little concerned about Danny playing as you say playing messy through uh, these first couple weeks and it seems like uh, you know at least Janelle is on to her. So I think that uh, we could see other people catching on eventually too. Mm
2: -hmm. Danny's also going to talk with Ian um, and they talk about Janelle going home, that Ian and Ian is on board. Uh, As we know, Ian would like for Janelle to go. He feels like he's building some kind of relationship with Kaser. And so he can work on that if Janelle goes home. She's just way more dangerous. Um, Ian lets Danny know that Kaser did tell him about a four person alliance. Tyler, Danny, Nicole and Cody, that Tyler and Cody were a pair, that Danny and Nicole were a pair. He says, I did not believe him. I think he was lying to me
1: yeah and i think people are like why would you tell this right to danny's face it's like uh they probably know that he's heard this already and by like bringing them that information and like at least attempting to convince them that you're not onto them at all then it's going to probably benefit ian uh moving forward at least it's not going to outright hurt him at this point
2: yeah i think also he might believe
1: that in case was uh, no, <laughs> oh don't say that <laughs> i'm like trying to attribute it like oh no no it's uh he's playing it but yeah i mean there is that chance uh, i think he knows that whether it is true or not though it's not going to benefit him to uh, openly be like oh like i don't i think he kind of like has to play it this way either way mm-hmm. um he's also like
2: he has been very like once four prime was made like uh, there's been a mark. There's, You can see there's a difference in Ian's behavior. He's like so much happier in the day. Uh, he's talking to people more like you can tell that he feels, I think, very comfortable with this alliance. Uh, very good about this alliance. Um, so. Uh, we'll see. We'll see where we go with Ian. He did talk to uh, Kevin a little bit about um, like uh, feeling like. Because <laughs> this is. He talked to Kevin and he said that in his first season, um, he it was like playing poker. Uh, Like some people come into the game, they're playing poker, seeing everybody's cards because they have all the information. It's very easy. Uh, In his first season, he was playing poker with the lights off, blindfolded. Um, He had no (laughs) idea what he was doing or what was going on. Um, And. He thinks that this season it's a little bit easier. Um, uh, kind of implying that, like, I know some things. Um, and Kevin was like, I'm you. I'm such a you right now because <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. Um, and Ian was like, that's actually a good spot, though. Uh, that's that's the Dan spot. That's the you know, that's the like, nobody's going to look at you as a target. Nobody's going to target you. Um, you'll you'll stick around for a while. You've got time to catch on. Um, so I, I I really I get the sense that Ian feels comfortable where he is so that implies to me that he is at least a little bit telling the truth to danny about like not believing these other things because if he did uh i think he would not feel super comfortable where he is i think that them constantly pushing back on including tyler in the group has probably convinced him that they probably never had a thing with tyler they really don't want tyler in this group which means this is probably like genuine um and I'm I'm a little concerned but I think the the good thing that Ian has going for him is that uh, Danny actually is against Tyler and Tyler actually is against Danny and they probably have to deal with each other first before anything else happens. He just has to watch out for you know the Bailey's and Davons of the world who are planning on putting him up on the block next to Nicole which would definitely send him home.
1: Exactly. Yeah for Ian. It's good that like finally now he has some people in that majority alliance uh, besides Nicole who are going to, let's say he is put up against another, you know, quote-unquote outsider, that he is not going to necessarily automatically be the target to go home, which was the position he was in before. So, in that sense, like, I do agree that Ian, you know, is reading it correctly. He's in a better position. Good stuff there. But, uh, hopefully he can wake up and see the reality of the rest of the situation around him at some point.
2: I I just wish, I wish Ian would talk to us. Yeah, that's true too. He did did in 14. Um, he just, I, like, I'm... My concern is that I think that he might now be smart enough to realize that when he talked to us in 14, he kind of gave away that he knew nothing. Um, and so he's smart enough to realize that if he says anything to us now and he's wrong, then it proves that he did, that he didn't know anything. Whereas if he doesn't say anything, we can keep assuming that he's just doing the smart thing. <laughs> yeah exactly and it's that not like, seems like such an Ian play and it's just like it, that's uh, he's smart like
1: that um, right so that, and it's not even Ian did not watch last season so you can't chalk it up to him seeing uh, Cliff exposing himself uh, <laughs> talking through the door so uh, I definitely think that there is some motivation there for Ian whether he is uh, the slight possibility he's talking and we're just not catching it on the feeds because uh, you know we tend to see uh, you know either a big group or a couple people at a time but but uh, I think that that's probably correct in that Ian has learned his lesson there. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, uh, so Kevin's going to talk with Dave Vaughan late into the night. They like to have these late night conversations. Um, they talk about going after Nicole um, with Ian. Uh, once Memphis goes home. Wait, what? Once Memphis goes home. <laughs> what do you mean? Once Memphis goes home. Uh they are looking at this game like they've got a couple more weeks that, you know, Janelle's going to go home. Caser's going to go home. Memphis is going to go
1: home. Then they're going to strike. Oh, oh no yeah not great calculations going on and uh both of these two while in the past may have been known for reads definitely not so much this season so uh this miscalculation really could be the end for uh at least one of them uh you know davon keeps getting thrown around but seeing that i think it's partly bad reads partly wishful thinking (laughs) thinking that they have this much time so i don't think that it's going to go down in the manner that they think it's going to
2: yeah, not to mention the fact that, like, it's like, okay, you're going to wait a couple more weeks, yeah. and then, once you do take the shot, you're still talking about Ian and Nicole on the block, Yeah, which will just send Ian home, uh, like, so even if you do win HOH, it's going to be completely ineffective, um, like, uh, oh, well, look, minds can change, plans can change. <laughs> That's they- what I keep telling myself, at least. Yeah. <laughs> so. um they uh they also joke around about the david stuff um and uh and Dave's just like i I just enjoy talking with you kevin like uh i i wanted to have these moments with bailey but i just don't like i just don't have these moments with bailey she's too close to janelle uh like she just she she doesn't uh, this has been a recurring theme over the last you know, couple of weeks that uh, Davon just doesn't feel like she can connect all the way with Bailey because Bailey is too close to Janelle and Davon is suspicious of it
1: yeah i mean and like uh when it leaked to at least cody that uh, that davon had the you know little crush on david it probably did not help things so for her to then be opening and she's like i shouldn't tell you this but like here's everything and definitely goes on and the whole time uh, i we thought that there were no potential for showmances and i was really uh hoping that it would be the case especially with davon not where i am rooting for a showman to you know even further put target on her back but she uh seems to be giving in a little bit here
2: i mean honestly i'll like hot take i think a showman's with david would help her game interesting i do uh i feel like if if people started to look at david and day as like a package deal people like uh, like Tyler would feel more comfortable keeping day around because he's got David um, and uh, and if David has got day then uh, then he doesn't have to worry about day as much he doesn't have to like be in an alliance with day where he's worried that she might out it uh, all he has to do is be good with David and and be like David are you like can you make sure that day doesn't target me and now all of a sudden Tyler doesn't have to worry about day anymore um, and like I, and and she also has a little bit more like clout behind her name like she's got it's david and Dave uh who now uh, you know if david could win a competition <laughs> at some point <laughs> that would help her i mean showmances generally i do think tend to help the person that the people that are in them as long as they don't get too distracted by the show as long as they're still playing the game
1: and being social having a partner in the game can be very helpful Sure. And I do agree that it would help her on that side of the house. I was still worrying about uh, people like Nicole or Cody or Danny, like seeing that Davon is the linchpin between like Bailey and David and, you know, whoever else in the house and having being viewed as having two close pairs already may be a little concerning, but I definitely do see the positives in having, uh, you know, Tyler's trust here and actually bringing her into something more solid.
2: Yeah. And I mean, like part of part of this take as well is that like, there's not really too much further to fall for exactly. So, like at this point uh throw throw anything against the wall because very fair w- what else is there <laughs> to lose um all right kevin is also going to talk to the cameras late into the night um talking about tyler being dangerous this guy's gonna win this game uh he needs to be backdoored um he sort of talks about like what would i do if i won hoh would i put up cody and tyler would i try to backdoor tyler Nah, I'd probably just go with the Memphis plan. Just put out Memphis, try to get Memphis yeah. out.
1: It's so rough because even like Davon and Kevin were talking about, like, oh, yeah, we have to go for these big physical guys, but we have to wait for the double eviction because you got to come out quick. And it's like, there's only one, maybe two a season. Like, you can't wait. There are so many of them. You have to not rely on waiting. And like, they are so content to push it off till after Memphis goes home, push it off till the double eviction. And you guys aren't going to have that much time. Mm hmm. So that was most of the
2: day. Uh, anything else that you want to bring up, Sky? Um, no, I think that's pretty much it. All right. Uh, so there we go. That's what we have. Um, it's Janelle and Kaser. They lost the veto. It's looking like Janelle will go home. There's maybe some rumblings that things could change. But in my opinion, I think we're going to be losing Janelle on Thursday. Uh, we're seeing a lot of people start to look at Tyler Big threat Um, he's got Some time to let that cool Off Uh, he's probably got a few Weeks actually to let yep. that cool off. So I don't think it's like major buzzkill for his game, but definitely uh, what we were worried about looking at Tyler coming into the game is that he would be this figure, which he seems to be. Um, and I'm definitely curious to see how he gets out of it. Cause he is in kind of a tricky position within this Alliance where most people are loyal to Cody before they are to him. Um, and that means that he is a prime backdoor target. Um, but we'll see um and uh and we're seeing a lot of people at the moment also looking at nicole and ian as potential nominees uh so
1: that's mostly what we got for the day yeah that definitely is concerning for uh both tyler and ian (laughs) likely uh i think you know obviously ian being the more likely to go out in that scenario but uh like you said, I feel like we have a couple people to go through and I do think Tyler is able to uh, read the room, reposition himself. But it's just a matter of like, what are the available pieces left on the board by that point? Because if he lets this go a couple weeks before really addressing it, uh, he might be, you know, letting his options go out the door. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's what we have for you. Scally. where can people find you? All right. Well, I'm going to be podcasting all season with Kirsten McInnes about Love Island right here on the wrap ups feed. So how dare you plug Love Island when Janelle (laughs) lost the veto? (laughs) <laughs> I know but we have we have uh, a, look I was not thinking that we were going to have any potential for showmances so I was going to say uh, if for some reason you watch Big Brother for the showmances and we don't have any Love Island is right around the corner you get to see people five days a week to six days actually the season a week where uh, it's happening in real time people get to vote you were frustrated by the what's going on on Big Brother you can have your say on what happens on Love Island at least uh, vote for your favorites but so we'll be podcasting about that all season long and then i am on twitter at brian underscore scally tweeting about big brother and whatever other you know shows are on there managed to get a season out right now
2: yes all right you can also find me at armstrong taren on twitter and on twitch at uh uh, twitch.tv slash taren armstrong uh we'll be back later tonight to recap the nomination episode of big brother 22 and i'll be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the big brother 22 live feeds thank you so much for joining us i'll see you next time
0: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win 18 plus.